Okay, what's up, everyone? My name is John. And I'm Wes. And we are here. We're kicking things off. This is our first guest for season number two. Season two, baby. Wow. Uh, uh, and this is a real treat. So yet again, just as a reminder, before we introduce our guest, um, for you folks listening, so we like to just explore the way that music intersects with what people do in their lives. That can look a lot different for a lot of different people. And um, in terms of this podcast, it equates to some really cool outcomes and conversations, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, kind of quick recap of season one. We had a lot of friends uh, of ours on and, and some folks involved in community music work and, and sort of the interact in that space. Some folks that work in studios, some folks that are sort of uh, professional musicians in, in various capacities. So it was, it was a lot of fun and, and yeah. definitely like um, some cool conversations about gear, some cool conversations about the creative process and sort of everything in between. So looking forward to, to, to sort of to what this one has, yeah. which is how about that for a segue? Because I mean, I think we just ticked all those boxes, but without further ado today, we are joined by our friend, Alex Tyndall. Alex. Hey, what's up? Hey, glad why to be here. You, Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about yourself? You know, just a real easy one. What uh, a horrifyingly open question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how about how about let's start with this? What what do you do right now? Um, oh God, it keeps getting worse. Right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's try again. Let's try again. No, no. So music, music, love it, and how it intersects with your life. Great. Now, I'm fortunate to know a little bit about you already, and I think and I know the answer to that a little bit. Sure. But why don't you kind of just in a nutshell tell the folks sort of how it is that music inter- intersects with what you tend to do on the day to day. Well, I do like acting and writing and comedy. Um, so, uh, but but I have a history of doing music. I wanted to be a rock star when I was younger and played in punk bands and stuff like that. So I can, I never kind of, I never really know whether I am a failed musician or a failed comedian, but I think I'm kind of <laughs> vacillating between both. Right. Um, in terms of how it interacts, uh, I, I mean, I'm just like... It, if I'm in a sketch troupe or working on something, I'm the the guy that people know they can get to do a dance routine or come up with a little right. come up with a little guitar song or sing a thing or whatever right. it is. Um, but like that that has manifested in some like pretty music forward projects. I used to improvise a show called Band Practice uh, with some friends where we'd improvise a band practice. I've um, I used to improvise musicals at the factory theater for a month was wow. one, of, one of my coolest gigs. Uh, that was great. We won a Dora award, which is uh, oh, Toronto's cool. like theater theater awards. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really cool. We, uh, we had like a five piece orchestra that would improvise with us and wow. we would improvise like a new two act hour and a half hour 40 musical every night oh, in the real theater. It was really cool. Uh, so, so, so most of what I do is like a, comedian actor writer but because i have that musical background i sometimes i end up in the more musical situations and sometimes uh, like full full musical production right um which is nice as a comedian because it gives you that layer to be like well this isn't real music mm. <laughs> right I, just, I didn't write a song that i think is good that i'm showing you I, it's just a joke <laughs> it's yeah, just a yeah, joke yeah. i'm not serious you're like but seriously it sounds good right <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i'm going for <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm going for it yo that actually sounds yeah. legit and then you yeah. go oh come on no, uh, just a comedian but thank you, you thank you thank you yes 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 yeah. i did it i did it <laughs> yeah literally, literally. Um, i find though even like within that context like that's interesting that you say that because i mean as a musician i am always just so in admiration of comedians because you're able to go up there and just like 
you know, if you're a good musician or you can play this song or you can play a song or you can sing well or play guitar well, like that's kind of like everybody it's, it's objective, right? Like everybody can see that and gets that or whatever, but to be a good comedian, like that's so subjective to what jokes you're telling, who, who's in the audience, the crowd, like, I don't know. It just, it, it terrifies. I, I think it's the same thing. I think it's just like a, a perspective, like the, the, the mechanics, if you can see the mechanics of it from the inside as a musician or see the mechanics of it from the inside as a comedian, I think it's the same thing. I, mm. But I do, like, I do think, like, I do think my life embodies that adage of all musicians want to be comedians and all comedians right, want to be musicians. Right. <laughs> and I think that's just yeah. internally I'm doing that all the time. <laughs> it's right. like, like wanting. It just depends on the hat that you're wearing that day. Or yeah. Something like that. Right. Yeah. And, and literally inside of, inside of doing a pro a comedic or musical project, right. trying to like mm -hmm. make one, the other. Right. And so, and this, this makes me think too, of how you said that by virtue of the fact that you are this like actor, writer, comedian, you have found your way, the kind of backdoor way into some really, really cool music projects, which yeah. you potentially may not have yeah. been able to do if you had emphasized more, focused more on the musical side of things, which is really interesting. Yeah, I mean, because my pedigree as a musician when I kind of left high school was like being one of uh, a thousand pop punk bands in the in the nine hundred five mm -hmm. suburban area. Right. And like, I don't know if it was that, if it was that good or creative, but as a comedian, I think. I started doing more creative work and and uh, ran, ran with some cool crews that made cool stuff. Right. And so then when musicians were involved in those crews, I think their admiration and respect for my artistry as a comedian was a lot higher than it would have been right, if they'd right. encountered me as a musician. So then they'd be like, oh, you are oh, you play music too? Oh, I, I love right. you on stage as a comedian. You should... You're funny first and then yeah. it's cool that and, you're a musician yeah. after as opposed to, I guess, the opposite... Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess also that experience must like bode well for, especially as a young person, being able to like branch out into different genres of music and different stylings, right? Because I find like, I mean, oftentimes thinking about back up just about my own like kind of um, experience playing music as a as like a teenager or a kid, I was just like into my one thing, yeah. And like I, I wasn't right. playing like right. other genres, I wasn't doing other things. Well, there's, I was just and there's a this. lot more judgment of that too when you're younger and sure. you're in high school yeah. sure. and the thing sure. of like. I just, yeah, I remember, I like, I didn't really get as deep into, like, pop music and other forms of music until I kind of left high school in the suburb and was like, oh, no, I like everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a bit more high stakes to, uh, to, to like pop music sure. when you're in the middle of a punk scene. For sure, <laughs> yeah. And especially, I feel like, when you're young, there is not as much, I guess it's in relation to the formulation of your identity, but it's just like, you know, when you find something, you hold on to it so closely that you're kind yeah. of like, nope, this, this has got to mm. be it. This is my mm. only thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Along similar lines for me, like I was such a metalhead growing up that I have realized, and I've had to work backwards to be like, there's so much cool hip hop I missed mm. that was released oh, yeah. in the moment at that time yeah. when I would have been like, nope. If it's not like yeah. super fast, cool guitars, I'm not yeah. interested. You know what I mean? Because I was playing guitar and that was just kind yeah. of the thing. And also this sort of somewhat insular uh, nature of, of that type of an upbringing was similar to myself as well. It's not yeah. until you kind of grow a little bit and leave that and expand. Yeah. Um, and so I think also, as you've alluded to, it's really cool that that different perspective was also afforded to you as a result of the acting and, and comedy thing as well, you know? And I think it's I think it's really interesting how 
you're right where there's such a commonality with you know musicians who think they're funny or comedians who think and that they anytime might be i musicians. hang out with musicians they're all trying to crack a joke and crack everybody up they're right. all trying to like right. they're trying to be the funniest person in the room and like anytime i hang out with comedians it's like they want to be they want to party like rock stars mm-hmm. they want right. to show you cool bands they right. wanna, if there's a guitar they want to show you like they you know mm-hmm. they they want to have that kind of adulation that right. kind of like rock god on stage as opposed to like i'm a clown right? <laughs> <laughs> whereas like whereas like the a lot of rock i mean some maybe some rock stars or musicians are more uptight or ego driven but a lot of them i think want that i want to be funny want yeah. right. to crack people yeah. up right and and i think it's also just again you sort of touched on this a moment earlier just that notion of performance and how you kind of alluded to and i'd like to ask you more about it but you alluded to the fact that you're like well whether it's a sort of sort of like stage or comedy performance or me playing in a band it's sort of ultimately the same so it also makes sense to me where it's like if someone's like i'm a comedian like why can't i just grab a guitar and jump on stage with a band or or vice versa Mm -hmm. you know um Although with different outcomes, and I would say you're someone where you can kind of celebrate that as a success where like, you know, you do some really cool stuff with music, but then you're also hilarious and you do a great job with like, you know, writing and acting and and comedy as well. Uh, And when you were saying that, it made me think of, you know, we first met and got to know each other from hanging out at Comedy Bar. Yeah. And what I loved about Comedy Bar being there as a musician was how the band attracted certain comedians and yes. actors who would just naturally be like, oh, like, you guys are in the band? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I play guitar a little bit myself. Or <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it wasn't for everyone. Like, I feel like some people would talk a little bit about it yeah. and then leave. But like, you would be a perfect example of someone who like kind of week after week would come over and be like, hey, you guys ever heard of this band? And we would just talk mm-hmm. into extensive yeah. detail. And again, it just shows that like, the relationship between those two runs deeper. You're yeah. you're more than just like a mere musician who also happens to be yeah. like a comedian or something like that, which well, is really cool. I also just always gravitate like to me, musicians are the, the coolest thing. Music is the coolest thing. So, to, you know, it's the grass is always greener thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm in yeah. this sketch troupe and we do this show, like, sure, that might be cool. But like that, that sketch troupe and those people I do that show with are my idiot friends. They're not right. this cool sketch troupe. Mm. They're like my idiot friends who I have petty arguments with and smell their bodies in the green room. And like, <laughs> it's demystified, right? Yeah. Right. Whereas, yeah, yeah. And then some musicians show up and they set up their instruments and they play really well. I'm like, what's up, guys? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, you're <laughs> yeah. you're st- it's still a bit mystified to me. You're not sure, you're sure, not like sure. this shitty group of uh, dummies. I do a sketch show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, musician. I'm sure that if I was in a yeah. in one of those a situations, band would be the same thing. It's yeah, the exact exactly. same thing. Or right? like From those the... times where we're hanging out and me like being like, oh, this guy Alex really knows his music. But most importantly, I was able to make him laugh at yeah. one point. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like looking for that like the comedian exact side thing, of things, yeah. being like, yes, <laughs> I made a comedian laugh. But yeah. Um, so I did want to kind of ask a little bit more because, you know, on the way over here and thinking about us recording with you, um, doing this episode with you, like I did really want to know sort of like in relation to the performance, but even like cognitively when you're on stage or when you're preparing, like just how different or maybe more so how similar the vantage point is to a performance. Because, you know, if I'm thinking about you, first off, like it's different if you're doing, say, sketch or something like that versus stand up. But like, let's say sketch comedy, you're in an ensemble with a handful of people. You're probably not very seldom like solo on stage. Chances are there's at least one other person. So I can see how that's similar to being in a band. But at the same time, I feel like when you're a performer, 
without like musical accompaniment, then like you're just naturally much more in the in the foreground as opposed to like I feel like as a band, and I know you play drums, like a drummer, you kind of sit back a little yeah. bit, like. Well, that's even what I was alluding to off the top. Like as a yeah. musician, you're always behind something, right? Like yeah. you have yeah. you have something. Even as a singer, like you have your voice like coming out, you know, into the crowd. But, but, but I, 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 that's true, and I do feel that sometimes. But I also feel like, um. I think because I may be a bit more fluid as a mm. comedian than a musician, like I can play music, but I kind of have to prepare more mm. and be more ready. I think um, it, I'm behind the guitar or the drum kit or whatever, but there's also um, like that layer of refraction that I have to mm. communicate through. Whereas for me, even though I don't get to hide behind something when I'm just performing comedy, uh, I also have like the immediacy and the ease of communication. Whereas I don't have to translate an idea that I have into right. notes right. or scales or remember what key I'm in or find the frets or, or think of an idea and then be like, what rudiment is my hands doing to execute mm. that? Like, it's just more because I have more reps because I have more hours yeah. right. under my belt on stage, probably have more hours playing music than doing comedy but not on stage performing Perf doing actually the actual thing actually doing and the they're band, they're two right? very different things right? oh yeah like, oh yeah. wow oh yeah, yeah. well yeah. especially in in either scenario and this is where they're similar where i would feel like especially if you're doing an improv show it's almost like if you're jamming live with the band yes. as a performance in the moment you yeah. think of an idea and then you have to just be able to yes. sort of flawlessly execute it to a point where it's harmonious with the other stuff that's going on. It yeah. doesn't take away. Yeah. It's not too little. It's yeah. it's just like right there. It's a perfect kind of thing in the moment. So I can understand how and, there, and between those two would be different like as a um, an actor versus like a musician. Yeah. And you're like uh, your shared understanding of the framework that you're working in when you're improvising together. What kind of song is this? Mm -hmm. What kind of improvisation is appropriate? What kind of improvisation mm -hmm. will embellish and contribute to this what kind of improvisation might change or break yeah something that yes. we're doing right yeah and the, the other analog that i was thinking when you were talking earlier is like there's there's other analogs in terms of like like you say like oh if i'm improvising it's like oh just like get some people together and jam there's also like oh okay we have to do this one-off show can we can we learn all these sketches that we have in a Google Drive is kind of like a cover gig, you know? What right, I mean? right. It's kind right, of right. like it's kind of like okay, we're gonna mm -hmm. get a chance to go through these once or twice, then we got to put them up, and it's right. kind of mm -hmm. this like high high stakes, a little higher strung versus like I did a show um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Mark Little and Laura Silovitz and I did some sketches with nice. Mr. Bruce McCullough of Kids in the Hall. Right. Wow. Um, not with him, just on a show that he was doing. Mm -hmm. He had oh, us, had right. us open up. Mm -hmm. uh, and those were some old sketches that we hadn't done in a while, but Laura and I knew them really well. And so that was fun because it was like, it was like a reunion with mm -hmm. these old sketches. You know, it's like the old right. tunes. So mm -hmm. we like, we got to get a bit deeper into them and, and really play, mm. right? Which you don't necessarily get to do if it's like, oh, this is new material. We're like, right. this is the right. cover band or whatever. Like it was like, oh, we were jamming out the old tunes and like we got to get into some deep grooves in them and right. and, and find some fun new stuff in them because we had that relaxed uh, connected thing about them. Right, which makes sense. And that's just like a um, just a compliment to as you said, sort of like you've got more, maybe you played music more, but you've got more time on stage as a performer. Yeah. So for you to have that comfort just simply by virtue of that, but then 
fall back on some like nice comfortable old like goodies mm-hmm. oldies yeah. but goodies yeah i'm not worried when i'm i'm not like right when i'm on stage performing comedy i'm not really worried about about anything i know it's, right i know it's going to be fine whereas when i go on stage to perform music i'm still very much like will i do this how i rehearsed it will, right. I, will I do this right will i do this at a level that makes me proud <laughs> yeah that's fair um and that's interesting too because even like just listening to you talk about sort of the duality of those two experiences it seems like a very collaborative uh scenario for you in both instances right like Mm -hmm. you know you're not like performing music as a solo artist right and you're not it doesn't at least it doesn't sound like you're doing a lot of comedy by yourself but you're more kind of in that collaborative space i'm I'm a collaborative right definitely which is really cool and Um, and and so like what is that like that creative process like then for you sometimes if you're in that collaborative space as opposed like do you do you write stuff solo and then bring it to people or do you like love jamming with people and seeing what happens or yeah that's that's interesting because i do like i work almost exclusively collaboratively but i have trouble writing collaboratively Mm, like i prefer to write something on my own than bring it to a collective and Mm. then we jam it out punch it up yeah whatever Mm -hmm. that makes sense bring bring people's individual contributions and then work them out right that totally makes sense and it's like it's nice to have a level of preparedness because then i think when you have an idea it gives you that ability to run with it Mm -hmm. when you Mm -hmm. are with people and it is like that idea of like jamming whether it's comedy or music yeah if you have something and you can kind of run with it and just like see how it pans out and stuff like that versus It's really hard sometimes. I think about it in the context of playing music. You know, you're together with a group of people you've played a bunch of music with before. You know, a kajillion different songs. And then someone goes, What song? What song should we do? And you just all go, like, I don't know any songs. I don't know. Right? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. should we do like a, uh, I don't know, like a Zeppelin song? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, yeah. and like even still, you're like, Well, what Zeppelin songs? You know, like yeah. something that feels like it's so just like everybody would know these songs. And it's like, that's an example where, showing up with a list of songs mm. and being like, how about this? And then yeah. you run with it. It's like that same idea of showing up with yeah. something and then letting it run. And um, I can also understand too, how like just with the origins of an, of an idea, it would be hard to sort of successfully um, work with someone again, like with the origins of an idea versus if you came in with someone and, and, and you have this idea and then they can kind of run with it and bounce off ideas yeah. and then you go back and forth. I, mm. I think when I'm forced into a situation or put in a situation uh, or someone like is like, let's do this, where I end up writing with someone, it works out. But I just think right. I'm still so self-conscious and insecure about those beginning processes and like writing uh, in general, that, that, that it's like this thing I have to like go in a cave by myself and like right, torture right, myself right. until something comes out and then show it to other people. But if you put me in a room with other people and they're like, here's the goal, I think I can do that mm-hmm. too. For sure. For it's sure. just not usually how it happens. Right. That makes sense. You're natural. That's just like your natural kind of course of action. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that's sort of interject real quick, yeah. but I think that's like a, a very common experience in in the arts in general is like yeah. this idea of bringing something to people it's like it's got to be good it's got to be like yeah. polished it's got to be almost there you know because there's that vulnerability aspect yeah, yeah. right well and it's got to be the brilliant thing yeah it yeah. is my discipline yeah. yeah if i write a song or I write a sketch it's like yeah. this has to be the demonstration that i'm a worthy artist mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that yeah. makes but, that makes work on par with my taste mm-hmm. and what if i show you something 
where where the work is like below my taste and I'm exposed mm-hmm. to as a fraud, yeah, right. all of those concerns. And do you find that that's pretty, um, those feelings that you mentioned and sort of the general vantage point to like creating something, is it are is it on par in terms of like writing comedy with like creating music? No, music's the hardest thing. It's uh, harder, okay. Yeah, because comedy, uh, I don't know. I feel like if I write a sketch and I perform it, and it gets a decent amount of laughs, great, we did it. It's not, I'm not as precious about, like, the structure of it being elegant and Mm -hmm. uh, and all of that. Whereas, like, when I write a song and show it to someone, you don't get that immediate feedback of, like, are they laughing at it? I did the job. It's like, well, were they affected by it? Yeah. Did they resonate with them? Were they moved by it? Yeah. Uh, It's like those, those are, like, much, much more intangible qualities. So then, so, so I don't know. It's just, it's always been way more precious and way more vulnerable to like, but then again, not with like a piece of scoring. Hmm. Okay. It's that, I think it's like a voice thing. It's like a vulnerability, like mm-hmm. bearing thing. Like if I write a, a song about a heartbreak or something, mm. that's like the thing that I'll never show anyone. Right. Whereas like writing music, yeah, for scoring or something, I love doing that because right. it just feels like, just just the music then it, like obviously i'm still putting my emotionality and my sensibility into it but it doesn't feel as like naked yeah i was gonna say it's a different kind of personal yeah you're still conveying the emotion but it's a different kind of a personal and i'm also like conveying the emotion to, it's like oh i'm not like this isn't me this is like the thing you asked mm. me to score right, 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 i'm right, just right. supporting that right this is none of my it's not my emotions yeah 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 it's just the film's emotions I see, right? right as opposed to like and I, here's yeah. a song here's a song i wrote in a, right. in a coffee house just fucking, well that's it yeah. right comes back to that vulnerability piece too because i guess with comedy to a certain extent you still have that layer of like like you said, even off the top, it's like, you know, I gotta write a song, yeah. but it's still supposed to be funny, right? Yeah. So it's, there's always kind yeah. of that element to it. Whereas if you write a personal like heartbreak song, you're, it's like, in, you in comedy, you're literally subverting the vulnerability. Yeah. You're, right. You're, right. You're, 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 you're going out and you're being like, you're being like, here's my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And the exactly. audience yeah. you know, laughs and you yeah. go, ha yeah, it's just yeah. fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my real vulnerability. Yeah. It's just a thing I wrote for laughs. Cool, right. cool, cool, cool. Whereas but, like if you no, play a song is... afterwards, people are like, Alex, you okay, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. There's no hiding. There's yeah. no hiding. Yeah. It's like, no, I just tossed that there one off. Is, that's yeah. not, it's, it's like, no, that's, yeah. that's your real vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey that was awesome uh and i'm very excited about part two of this conversation with alex yeah so we'll continue where we left off in terms of examining alex as both a musician and a writer and performer and things like that uh thank you very much for listening and stay tuned for part two of this episode